0: This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler.
1: And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler.
0: This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about mom guilt and speak with blogger Teresa Edmonds. Woo! Wow! Yeah! Yeah! Woo! <laughs> Take that! Yeah! Yeah! The woo is back <laughs> for now until we get too depressed and like pregnant <laughs> to have the energy to do the woo. But the woo is back uh, by popular demand and self-interest. Mm-hmm. The woo is back. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's just we can't contain our enthusiasm. That's the real reason it's back. I agree. And we can't get the licensing
0: rights to I'm so excited by the Pointer Sisters. So <laughs> second best thing is wooing.
1: Uh, Teresa, how are you? Um, I'm really good. Something amazing happened at my house over the weekend, which was that <laughs> Simon, Simon is, so now he's two and like, He really is changing, like, developmentally. He will get interested in something and just want to play by himself for a while. Uh, I'm going to say that again. He'll get interested in something and just want to play by himself for a while. So sweet. It's totally... (laughs) Fucking amazing! It is. It is life changing, and it's
0: one of those things. When another parent like tells you about their kid doing it, you're like, "That's never gonna happen." That's totally bullshit. Until it happens, and then you're like, "Then you're like, this."
1: (laughs) <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was just enjoying I was enjoying his company this weekend because <laughs> we did stuff together. And then we did stuff like in in the, in our pre- in the presence of one another, but like on our own. Right. And it was just lovely. God, that's fucking great. Yeah, Gross. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah. And so now I can enjoy this for the next three months. Until I have a newborn. uh (laughs) And I have to start all over. (laughs) (sighs) That's awful. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure the second one comes out way more self-sufficient.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just going to assume he's going to be pretty much ready Uh, to go from...
0: Self-sufficient. After the first week or two, (laughs) you'll figure it out. Simon is more mature now. He can take care of it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Exactly. Um, how about you? What's, what's Well, it was you? the
0: birthday weekend.
1: Yeah, how was that?
0: It actually was really good. The, par- the, the party, given a room full of, like, four-year-olds mm-hmm. and an indoor playground space, uh, it went really well, you know, outside of the normal emotional roller coasters of four-year-olds. It was fine. But I, there are two other things I think I want to talk about about the weekend itself. Mm-hmm. One is, it's the night before her birthday, mm-hmm. and I've put all the presents that are all wrapped. I put the presents out from the grandparents and the aunts and the mm-hmm. uncles and from Stefan and I. And, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago about presents, like, on our birthday show, about, mm-hmm. like, you know, limiting presents and too many presents and, rah, rah, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I know she's going to get presents at this party and oh, chaos. But I'm, like, putting them out. And it... It actually looks like a totally reasonable amount. And I swear, like seven year old Elizabeth spoke to me, not seven year old Biz. She was not Biz. Seven year old Elizabeth Mm -hmm. said, Don't be an asshole, Mm -hmm. 39 year old Biz. Mm -hmm. It's a birthday. Yeah. Presents are awesome. Yeah. Presents are great. Don't you ever limit presents ever again. (laughs) Don't even think about it. It's not like she gets presents 24 hours a day every day. You shut your mouth and you let your kid have presents. And it was so cool because at four, she totally gets it. I mean, I know kids get it at different ages and stuff, but like Mm -hmm. she got it. You know, she understood it was her birthday. It's my birthday. I'm four. I'm four. It's my birthday. You know, like, and even the presents from the kids at the party were totally reasonable and good. Yeah, we only got one that was clearly like a regift for like a ten year old, uh-huh. and you needed like an extra set to make it work. Uh-huh. You know, so it's like going in the box of Goodwill right. or whatever. Yeah, but uh, like overall, it was, it was totally good. She had a good time. I found myself being really emotional and pregnant. Mm. Like on top of just being emotional as a four year old. So like I have this weird pattern of crying during meals.
1: <laughs> during <laughs> meals. It seems that's to when me, it like, hits you. There's a
0: pattern of like so like we're sitting there at breakfast for oh, you know on her birthday and we've given her this like Disney CD and oh, watch out, we all know Disney like totally is my like vault yeah. vault key. Yeah. You know, just makes all the emotions I've repressed all these years pour out. So she's playing the CD, we're playing our goat Fish, everybody's having, you know, because we still play our Go Fish in Music the morning. Music is really
1: just the worst And
0: On comes, like, this, yeah. like, Rapunzel song yeah. about change in life, and I'm, like, staring at my beautiful daughter, yeah. my husband, and I just was like, I just start bawling.
1: I it just cry. It sounds kind of like happy tears. Oh, it was, it but was, it's like the, it was it's, like, like all really oh, happy emotional. tears, but it was yeah. just,
0: like... <laughs> just you know eating cereal and crying yeah. and then like we get through with the party and we come home and we're having lunch and now we're just having like leftover chili and shit and there's yeah. no like music playing or anything yeah we are playing go fish again but again i'm just kind of like looking at my family yeah. and it's like you know it's the opposite of that reaction where you look at your family family and you're like where am i Who, how did i how do i have a family yeah instead it's the I'm so in love with my family. And again, just darling, Stefan just looks over. (laughs) And I'm just like eating, chilling, and crying. And you know, which just makes him laugh at me uh, (laughs) even harder. Because he like loves that. Like, I don't show any of these emotions ever, and then yeah. they come out in these
1: like really weird. Irrational I love, places. I mean, it kind of makes sense because it's like you're eating, like, you are such, you're so busy all the time. Like, you're always like problem solving and like taking care of stuff. Like, I could kind of see, like, you you sit down to have a meal, and it's like the first chance you get to like reflect. It's true. It kind of makes sense that that's you would true. cry then.
0: That's true. I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, my only job is to get this chili in my mouth. Right. So, speaking of repressing Mm -hmm. uh, our feelings and emotions, today's show is going to be about mom guilt. I, I think we should preface the mom guilt discussion with, this is going to be the tip of the mom guilt iceberg. It goes hand in hand with mom judging. Yeah. Clearly. So, so you know, we're just going to start the discussion today. Yes. Teresa? Mm hmm. <laughs> what, besides me, what makes you feel guilty? Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Okay. So if I go first, I'm trusting that you're gonna reveal something you do badly too that you feel guilty about. Oh my god, I'm crying at <laughs> Disney songs. I clearly feel guilty about everything. Jesus. Um yeah, I God, I mean it you know, it's 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 a daily thing, but um I think for me, like the big ones are like food and cooking for some reason. Oh, like, all right. Um I always feel like bad if I don't give him like a vegetable or if it's not like the fresh, (laughs) like this really fresh, beautiful meal. Like I've never really been able to cook. Like, I mean, there have been times in my life where I kind of like forced myself to get more into it and like could actually cook things, you know, and – Um, But I never got so into it that now it's, like, habit to cook really well. You know what I mean? Which is what it becomes. I I really do believe that cooking is because it's, like, a habit. I think so. Yeah, I really, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so... Like, my whole thing is, like, the best the best I can get together <laughs> is, like, to try to have fresh fruits and vegetables around the house right. to have with every meal. So, like, you know, with breakfast, we try to have some fresh fruit with right. breakfast. And, like, with lunch and dinner, we try to have a vegetable with lunch and dinner, you know, that's, like. So, you know, not just, like, a can of corn, you right. know? <laughs> like, like, actual, we like... We live on cans of corn no, in our house. No, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. can of corn is fine, too, but, yes, like, nice. try to have also, like, some leafy greens right. or whatever. Right. And that's really, like, the best I can do. And sometimes that doesn't even come together. Like, right. sometimes that doesn't even happen, depending on what's going on that week. And so, for me, I feel horrible... <laughs> Horrible guilt like on a regular basis, oh. that like I'm not doing a better job preparing like healthy fresh <laughs> like multi part <laughs> meals, right. not just for Jesse and I, but for mainly for Simon, right. <sighs> Well, what else? Thanks for making <laughs> me talk about it. I feel great now. <laughs> well, don't worry, I'm just sitting here judging. <laughs> yeah. yeah, No, that's the big one for me. What's the big? Oh, one Oh, the big you? one? Yeah, mine are like
0: a myriad of oh, like just like a lot of millions. Well, no, all right. Let me see. Let me see. Big, big one. The um, I th- I think for me, my biggest guilt issue is. I'm not doing. I'm not doing enough, you know. which what do you like, mean? Totally plays into my whole busy all the time. Yeah, you know what I I'm mean. I'm not doing like, enough,
1: like for who? Like, for, for everybody, what?
0: okay. You know what I mean? Like with Katie, I mean, there's all the little ones, like oh, I'm letting her watch too much television. Oh, oh I fed her uh-huh. hot dogs for a week once. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, or you know, I'm I feel guilt. I feel really guilty for taking any sort of personal time. That's like a okay. big one for me. So, like, if I. Especially now that she is older and she is playing by herself, and mm-hmm. I like have to say to her, "All right, no, I'm doing this thing. Mm-hmm. go play by yourself,
2: mm-hmm.
0: even though I know that is good for her and yeah. it's good for me and all this stuff, but, like I do feel like like the middle of the night, you know, that whole waking up and like she was mm-hmm. going to that horrible phase, and like there are a lot of nights I just want to be like, "Go get back in bed, toughen up yeah, <laughs> toughen up, yeah, get back in bed, but then I'm like. I should just go sit with her. Because, again, it's that guilt. It's like the future impending guilt of, like, one day she's not going to give a shit. Yeah. All I'm going to see is her door closed 24 hours a day in my face. Yeah. And all she needed was, like, 10 minutes of comfort. Get there your fucking is, ass off the bed, yeah. and you go in there and you comfort her. You didn't have a kid so you could sleep, you know. Like that's like that. Like a yeah. voice in my head is like, yeah. you didn't have
1: a kid so you could sleep. You didn't have a kid to, you know." Can I ask you about the like? I think there is that is like a particular type of guilt. It's almost oh, yeah. like pre-guilt, like where you yeah. th- where that that feeling of like this is happening too fast, and everything mm. I do, everything I do feels so permanent because. This moment is so fleeting, right. and and so if I don't do it perfectly, like to the point that I feel like I did my very best, it. right? Like I'm gonna hate myself for this later, <laughs> and like it, you know, and I'll it, I will have missed this opportunity. I'll have like, missed it. It's almost like it's it is guilt, but it's like it, it's foreshadowing it's guilt. For, yeah, it's like it's like imagining. The worst case scenario, and feeling like f- feeling guilty, like per- trying to prevent your own future <laughs> guilt or something. What's well, so funny? I was talking about this with a neighbor about
0: guilt, uh, with my neighbor this weekend, and she was like, "And her son's like seven or eight mm-hmm. or nine. I guess I should feel guilty for not knowing. Um, anyway, <laughs> she uh, she was talking about like that. She, I, I really, I think she's a great mom. I, you know, I. I Totally. She's like one of those, like, you know, parents that you hang out with. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, that's, what you're yeah. doing is good. Yeah. Hard, but good. Yeah. But, like, she talks about, like, watching the guilt that she experiences now is that, uh, sorry, so I, I just, made a made face? I and got I'm like, this like, yes. oh, shit, kicked, like, we're having a nowhere. baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just, a, it was like a, it was like a big elbow Side or kick. a big kick or something. <laughs> well, sorry, listeners, but for the next three months. Ugh. Every time Teresa makes a sour face,
0: I'm gonna like have to start picking wires up off the floor in preparation. The um, uh, <laughs> anyway, she was talking about how, like, when her son now at like the age that he is has a, she sees him wrestling with something like a fear mm. or uh, anger issue or a conflict issue, whatever. She now goes back and thinks, what did I not do right. when he was younger? Oh, like, fuck. what did I not do when he was three, four, five, yeah. and those things were. Starting, yeah. you know, even though kids just naturally go through these phases. Right. You know, because you do feel guilty. So right. Like, I've seen Katie Bell, you know, she'll be doing great and then I'll have some sort of like emotional you know, development yeah. issue that she's going through that's normal. That's normal. Yeah. But that and they're my... supposed to...
1: Yes. Go- you... Thank God she's going through that. Right. Like... You don't want a sociopath yeah. like I keep yeah. talking about on the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, you... But you look at it and you go, oh, what am I not doing to prepare do? you? Yeah. Like, oh, all we do yeah. is prepare. Like, yeah. I have enough cans in the garage. How yeah. am I not preparing you? You yeah. know, like, and it's... So I feel like you're right. Like, there is this, like, potential future guilt. There's...
1: I don't know. I, and there's past guilt. And so and, uh, yeah. yeah, and so there's looking back and going like like I I read I read, you know, I had this like unmedic- unmedicated birth that I'd like done all right. this preparation for and then like later just happened to come across an article about, you know, like uh when they when they like break your waters for yes. you in the hospital and like all the terrible things it does to your baby. And like <laughs> I felt these horrible <laughs> pangs like even though he came out totally healthy, right. and I had, and I was healthy, and it was great. I like I'm like God, like I shouldn't have done that, and like what what you know what what was he feeling in that moment? <laughs> I
0: mean, come on. That, all right, well, that, okay. So I think we talked about trying to tackle two types of guilt. Yeah, I think that falls under like people making you feel you, yeah. like an asshole guilt, right. and yeah. then there's self inflicted guilt. So yeah. I want to go back to self inflicted yeah. guilt for a second because. Yeah. There are a million things that we self-inflict. Time, I feel guilty, staying an extra, th- you know, I'm like, I've gone to the grocery store by myself. I need to hurry home, yeah. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> to like, you know, oh my God, I don't feel good. The TV thing, the mm. the food thing, what you're feeding your kid, you know mm. what I mean? Like, I give that kid ice cream every night for dessert. Every night. But ice cream <laughs> for dessert. It's like one scoop and it's like really small. And yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's dessert. I mean, yeah. yeah, Steph and I don't eat dessert, but she gets the dessert. She eats a healthy meal that's bad. I mean, you, you guys hear... don't eat dessert? Do you... See, now well, I feel I do like three hours <laughs> later in bed,
1: really sad and depressing-wise. <laughs> by like... yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay this this good. Well, but really that's good. because I've
0: overeaten at the table, so I, I can't eat anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, but like... but. Listen to what's coming out of my mouth okay, as I talk sorry, about it. And sorry. that is, I gave her the ice cream, but, I mean, she just had, like, five vegetables and a protein, and she's right. like, oh, you know,
1: like, yeah.
0: there's something about trying to talk about Anything that you do as a mom, mm-hmm. I don't know if you experienced this, where everything I say is just an excuse the moment I start talking yes, about it. I yeah, know. she watches Curious George, but it's PBS, it's and she yes. only watches yeah. 30 minutes in the morning, and yeah. then that's it. And then she has an yeah. iPad, but that's really so I can cook dinner. And, yeah. then she, and she's learning how to be in the future, yeah. and she knows how to control it, and she's not watching porn. Oh, my and God. And, like, I mean, <laughs> everything oh she doesn't God. nap anymore, but I keep her in there, and there's a timer, and it's 30 minutes, and sauce. <laughs> you
1: know, like... What the fuck? You're right? so right. Yeah, yeah I, I caught myself saying that too, and it's not just—it's not just like a fear of judgment from other parents. It's I'm trying to You're convince right. myself, yeah. like I'm trying to remind myself all the reasons why what I'm doing is okay, and that yeah. I shouldn't feel guilty about it. <laughs> Which leads me to the question of what the? Uh,
0: we've asked. I, I think we should have a segment almost on the show. We've asked it so many times. What the fuck is wrong with us? Yeah, as people and as moms, like I feel like that's a mom thing Mm -hmm. the excuses Mm -hmm. and the like guilt like the extreme guilt Mm -hmm. on things that we should not feel guilty about
1: yeah It makes sense as like something that our brains do to protect our children because there is it's like it's like anxiety. It's like there's a reason that your brain is going like, should you be doing that? Should you be doing that? Should you be doing that? And it's just sometimes it's impossible to control it to the point where it becomes unhelpful. It goes like farther. Like we should be grateful for it to some extent. But then it's when it's like overactive that it like makes us crazy, right yeah, yeah, and I mean I feel like I think i, I think when I think about
0: like what moms do mm-hmm. in terms of suffering the guilt, mm-hmm. like I do partners do your partners feel the same way like like Stefan does great, he has proven time, there are no issues when I'm gone. Mm-hmm. they have a great time, there I mean, is no his schedule's so busy, I mean, he makes it work, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So why am I always booking the very first flight back from a business trip? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, why am I feeling guilty about being there? Why am I feeling guilty? Uh, I need to come home. Like, what is uh, that? Like, why am I making a decision for them
1: Mm. based on, like, what is that? Like, that I'm well, doing. But see, I like I have a similar thing, but t- I don't frame that as guilt because I don't I don't feel guilty taking time to myself. It's just there's two things going on. Number one, I'm trying to save Simon and Jesse from each other. I'm trying to protect their relationship right, and I think is, I have some control over that. Right. So I'm I'm afraid of them having some conflict or Jesse having a bad time or Simon having a bad time. Right. So there's that going on. And then there's the other part is I'm afraid that if they do so great, I won't be needed and I love being there cuz I love being <laughs> needed by them. Like those those are my those you are my think reasons those are guilt related? I mean, it's not because I don't what see, you feel cuz I feel I feel guilty that I would rush back. Like, I feel better if right. I if I just separate myself and give myself the time that that I should take and just trust that oh, they're... Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, me, now, now, I like, now I feel guilty twice. Now I feel guilty
0: because I'm not giving myself the time, but I also feel guilty because, like... <laughs> see, I think what I'm thinking is guilt is the guilt that you're leaving them to potentially have this conflict.
1: You know what I mean? But I like, feel like... You don't think that's I don't guilt. think that's guilt. Well, I don't think it's guilt because from my perspective, them having conflicts is a positive thing for their relationship. Right. And so for me to try to come save them and rescue right. them, that's the thing to feel guilty about. Is yes. If you're, that's, is, yes. And that's what I mean. Okay. That is what...
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is what I mean. I feel guilty. That is where my guilt is stemming from. And mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get to the bottom of is, <laughs> why am I doing that yes. to myself? Like, yes. Why am yeah. I like, yeah. is there anything that anybody could say to me...
1: To convince me to let it go. There's lots to potentially feel guilty about in like your relationship (laughs) with your partner and your partner's (laughs) relationship with the child. Like there's just endless issues and everybody's issues are different. There's like lots of potential for guilt. But I think the question is like, am I feeling guilty because my brain is telling me there's something wrong here that I need to do differently? right? Or am I just feeling guilty for, and it's like, overactive and guilt it's overactive and it's just guilt. and i just need to let it go and yeah, like the guilt is symptom. not helping the situation you right know what i mean and like guilt never helps any situation <laughs> well so what is what is what is so bad about feeling guilty my initial response to that
0: question mm-hmm. is because so many of the things i think i feel i allow myself to feel guilty about mm-hmm. really are bullshit mm-hmm. like really are just like Things I just can't control, things I just can't do and are totally okay and are not ruining my kid. Yeah. I think in the long run they're not healthy for me because they're keeping me from doing whatever it is that I, like, let's say it's the TV thing so I can Mm -hmm. get some rest. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not getting rest because I'm feeling guilty. Right. I think there is a healthy thing. Uh, I think you can learn from guilt. Mm-hmm. So I do think there are probably, um, there are certainly a number of things I've done that I should feel fucking guilty about. Like not, I mean, 90% of our fails are things <laughs> that we should probably feel a little bad about or guilty for. But, and I also do feel, and this, is, and this is true, I think where a healthy thing of guilt comes in is where without, in, without intention, you make somebody feel guilty. You know yeah, what I mean? like yeah,
1: totally. And then I
0: do feel guilty about that. And then, you know, and that's one of the ones, and we can shift into that in a second, but I think that that's one of the ones that you want to like, for me, I want to follow up on with, with yeah. my friends. I yeah. want to be, or strange, even strangers that I've accidentally right. done it to, because, yeah. you know, I don't think 90% of what other people make you feel guilty because it's usually let's talk about that real quick I guess yeah. real first so sure. like what have people said to you that make you feel guilty besides every conversation you and I have with each <laughs>
1: What have people said that make me feel guilty? God, I mean, it's just, there's just so many. I mean, I think there's just like your run of the mill, like, oh, I checked my email and I got the email from like Baby Center or whatever that says, like, your child at this age should be doing this, this, and this, or your child, (laughs) like, uh, you know. And I think I've also talked about like every time, like, every time somebody. Gets like some ideas from Pinterest for cool activities. They <laughs> should do. Pinterest is just it should be guilt trust. It should be guilt trust. Yes. Yeah. No. But do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I just remember like this one day, maybe it was last summer or something, and you were like, we rolled at the butcher paper and painted our feet. Which I did and not get from Pinterest. That was just my own genius it idea. It Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Does it doesn't matter. Like the <laughs> like the whole like just hearing about other cool ideas. things that yeah. moms are doing with their children right. or like taking their kid here and there to do these activities or being in in mom's groups with other kids so the kids can play like all (laughs) these things just like hearing about other stuff that people do that makes me feel guilty and I know that it's not intentional like right. at all like and i'm sure stuff that i say that i did because well, now me... i feel horribly guilty <laughs> for making me feel guilty yeah, yeah. For,
0: make it, for doing something great with my kid right exactly <laughs> exactly which is just stupid right it is it's it's really funny actually i can go i can do an example of us from the show last week where yeah. we were talking about katie bell changing her name uh-huh and like when I was listening back to the show while I was editing yeah. it, you kept asking like, Why are you even doing this? <laughs> like, okay. why would you why wouldn't you just not do it? Yeah. And I remember like in the show being like, Blah blah blah, bro we're changing the name. And yeah. then like a week later I was like should I have not let her? Oh. It? And of course, I'm like, oh. and of course, I'm
1: like, no, Teresa's totally wrong. What's she doing wrong? But yeah, no, but I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't saying you were wrong. I no, was just I trying to like get into it. So like I was just trying to like find out, find out the answer. But yeah. like again, it's like this. Like three
0: days just later, i questioned
1: like, makes you feel guilty. I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Is
0: there yeah. another answer? Is there another solution yeah. to this? Or yeah. I should have died? So I feel like there is, and again. 90% of it I think really is just totally unintentional. Yeah. And it's just like it's hard to it even is. like have a conversation with other moms or parents that doesn't set you
1: up to yes. do it. What the hell is that? It's like uh it's like you just you're I know this is like crossing over into like the judging right, issue. Right. right but right, like right. I, I which I don't know if we can really avoid, but like just you can't help but compare, like, and yeah. and the thing is, is that like that's a way of bonding too. Like, it's a way to just right. like connect and be like, this is what we're doing. Oh, this is what we're doing. This is right. what we're doing. This is what we're. Do. I mean, it's kind of like. I feel like that's been my conversation with moms. Like it's the whole 90%. point of our show. Uh, Yeah, it's just it is comparing. the whole point of our Yeah. You know. Completely. And it's like it it does like feed us in a way, like yeah. in a in a positive way. But it's also and you get ideas this way right. and whatever. But then yes, there is this <laughs> this like huge component of it right. that is like oh, am I doing the best that I could be doing? Oh, yeah. am I, I, I'm i not doing what she's doing. Is that good or is that bad? And it's almost like you either are going to feel guilty that you're not doing what they're right. doing or you're going to flip the switch in your brain and say, I would never do that because blah. Right, and you, get so it's like, yeah, you get defensive. You, on you, on yeah, or, right. or you get defensive on it. Yeah, or even if you, or it's something that you really genuinely just wouldn't would do because it's just not your style, but right. then you're judging. Like, it's kind right. of like... Like it's kind of like what, you can't win. I know. I feel. I do feel like as we, as I get
0: older, with and Katie Bell gets older, that starts to wear out a little bit. You uh-huh. know, like I do feel like I'm getting a slightly like I. I feel less threatened. I feel less guilty when people are saying stuff. Like I really try and keep in my head the idea of like. She's just talking to me. Yeah. You're not like Elizabeth, she's just talking to me. Yeah. And that's great that her kid does that. My kid does this. Life goes on. How extreme it felt when she was like six months old mm-hmm. or one month, you know, and you're also only spending time with your kid those yeah. first like couple of months. So it's like very isolating and yeah. all this weird stuff. So as soon as another kid wanders up, all you can do is compare. But right. once you start seeing other kids all the time and other parents, I know for me, I've gotten like, I actually, feel less guilty now about the sort of comparison sort of thing Mm -hmm. that happens. And now I wrestle more. Again, it goes back to the finding time for yourself. Like, let's say I do something like a like a craft project like mm-hmm. I find you know quilting and sewing like something I enjoy to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I talked about it with somebody you're somebody's...
1: so lucky that you have time to do how all of that
0: how did you find time to yeah. do that you're just I can barely <laughs> find time to get to the grocery store you know like and I know that I do I know, I know I've done it but I try I know when I said to people I try to be like I genuinely am impressed how yeah. did you do that you know yeah. but like no matter how hard I try, I'm sure I'm making them feel like I feel. Where I'm like, yeah. I don't know.
1: I just sat down. It actually well, it, took me eight days to do this yeah. thing that only takes 45 minutes. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I it. did it when maybe I should have been paying attention to my should've child been doing my more, b- or, or the bills. Or yeah. the grocery shopping. Yeah. Or the cleaning. My car the, is dirty. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: You know? Yeah. And so, like. I know. So like that that is more of a comment that makes me feel.
1: Yeah. Guilt. Yeah. I would be the person who would say like, how did you how did you find time to do that? And it's and the only reason I'm saying that is because I feel guilty that I that I haven't like accomplished that stuff. Do you know what I mean? And And the thing that really, really helps like prevent that feeling like that feeling of needing to like turn it around on you like how did you have time because i could (laughs) never have done that because i have so much on my plate right right um the only way to like get away from that is like just remembering that like stuff that other people are doing they're not doing to me like they're right. doing it, they're doing it like for themselves in their own lives. Chris like I it's just not made you
0: thirty quilts. Yeah. by
1: hand and dolls for like, exactly. Simon and the you're new not, boy. You're not <laughs> making a quilt to show me that up a quilt could be show made. You up. Right. Yeah, it, you're just making a quilt because that's what you chose to do, yeah. and I chose to do a different thing. Right, and it's all good. All right, so that's
0: a good mantra. All right, so let's let's think about how can we stop ourselves <laughs> yes. from feeling guilty besides drinking heavily or staying in a Xanax state of mind the whole time, or, or shutting yourself in. So that's a good mantra. One good mantra is: This is not. They're not doing it to me. Yeah.
1: This is not about me. This is not this about is me.
0: Say, say good job. Yeah. Say good job. Dear mouth, please say that's great and mean it. Um, I know for me, I, I start to try when people, when I tell somebody, like, oh, I did yeah. this thing this weekend, and they're like, that's amazing that you did that. Where did you find the time? Yeah. I'm already mocking people for being nice to me. I know. But, but I'm also a jerk. <laughs> I, I like to just, like, say, like, my new thing to try and say is, yeah, it was great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then just like, yeah, I'm yeah, amazing. It actually I'm was totally great. Amazing. I'm really good. <laughs> I am not only am I an amazing mother. I am amazing at finding time I for myself. I have no idea how I found the time to do this because I do so much. I do other so much stuff. already. I just do. I do so it. Much.
0: I mean, like I nailed it. I nailed it. I. <laughs> fucking nailed this shit. Where's my high fives? I have quilted. I have, you know, cleaned. I I am amazing. That may have a counter effect that's not positive on my friendships. (laughs) So so usually I should just stop at, yeah, it was great. (laughs) And that be it. But, um... You know, I know that with like Stefan, I, I have asked in, in the past to be like, I need to go do this thing. Yeah. And I need to not feel guilty about it. And you're yeah. not making me feel guilty about it. Yeah. I just need you to reinforce yeah. that I need to go. Like, you know, the yeah. movie thing, It's good, where to, he's have, like, it's good go to, to set that up
1: in advance because then, yeah, he can tell you go to the movie rather than just waiting for you to be like, I'm yeah.
0: going to maybe go. Did you see yeah. Night? And it's just asking for. It's not asking for permission. It's asking for the help of your partner to to do it. I think that's like another step you can kind of take is asking the people in your life to support you. Yeah. And not feeling guilty. Yeah,
1: I agree because I think when when you like establish a routine or a system that mm-hmm. like works for everybody, you're much less likely to like second guess it and second right. guess yourself and feel weird about it because like everybody's just doing it, right? You're on board for it.
0: Not everybody's out. No one's probably really trying mm-hmm. to make you feel guilty. Yeah, I mean, we've talked in the past that like there are people who are just assholes. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's uh, fine. But overall. We should probably just work on our mantra that no one's doing it to us. Yeah. Or at us. Yeah. And it's okay to do things well yeah. or to do things badly.
1: Yes. It is okay to those do both things. Of those are things are okay. I think I think one other thing about guilt specifically yeah. is like I feel like if something is making me feel guilty, mm-hmm. I can just like take 30 seconds to examine it and mm-hmm. go like, is this something that is bugging me because I could actually be doing better at this? Mm. Or is this something that is really out of my hands and like – there, and I'm doing the best I can right. and there's like and and it's gonna be okay and I need to let it go. And like right. usually if you like stop and really like go like what is making me feel this like icky way. Right. And you just say like is this and, and I mean if it is in your control then it's kind of a nice revelation to just go like, hey, instead of just feeling guilty about this all the time, I could actually just try switch to work this on it. pattern yeah. up and try a different thing and like Right, you know what I mean. Like it is, some things are within your control, <laughs> right. and the mom guilt could be coming from like a good place of right. like helping you feel better. Well, <laughs> so hopefully we've made everybody feel
0: horrible about themselves <laughs> because we're so amazing uh, about the things that we feel guilty about. Yep.
1: And now I feel guilty that I'm not feeling more guilty. Oh well, let's do some genius and fails <laughs> and fix that. <laughs>
2: Ones and zeroes and no one. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy.
1: I'm Dr. Sidney
2: McElroy.
1: You told me to say it that way. We have a medical
2: history show called Sawbones right here on Maximum Fun, where we talk about all the dumb, hurtful, damaging ways that we've tried to fix people over the years.
1: Have you ever tried to put mercury on a syphilis shanker? Or maybe you tried to drill a hole in your head because you heard it would reduce your blood brain volume? That was dumb. But if you want to know exactly why
2: and know about all the other people that try to do the same dumb thing you did, you can listen to our show every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org.
1: Hey, you know what it's time for, this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485.
0: Teresa. Yes. Genius time. (laughs) Let's not feel guilty for a second and talk about how great we are. Okay. Okay. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius.
1: I definitely did something great over the weekend. Okay. Um, I uh, was alluding to earlier that Simon has been getting interested in different stuff and wanting to play by himself for a while. Um, he wanted to be in his bed, and he and then he was playing in his bed, and I was like, "That's great." I'm just gonna like start cleaning <laughs> your room and like getting rid of like old toys and right. old clothes and kind of like getting organized. And then like he was kind of starting to get bored of it, and I was just like oh, do you want to make a fort out of your bed? Because he's still in the crib. yeah. And so all you have to do is put the blanket over, over <laughs> the bed. Like, that was it? Yeah. And, he's, and he, he, his mind was blown because yeah. he's never done a fort before. And it wasn't a big mess because I didn't incorporate, like, the sofa and all this and... other chairs and stuff. It was just, oh, like, yeah. literally putting a blanket over the top of his crib. And he thought it was totally amazing. And he played that, like, all weekend long. That is genius. Thank you. That's really good. Thanks. Good job. What do you got?
0: Icing. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Okay, remind people. All right, uh, so to remind everybody, I've been to a number of birthday parties for three-year-olds uh, where cupcakes or cake is distributed, children only lick the icing off, and then it's just a vast sea of, like, cupcake carcasses all over the place, and it's totally fucking disgusting. So Stefan and I agreed that for Katie Bell's birthday, we were just going to give kids icing. But because we had, like, the co party and the other kid, understandably, was going to want a birthday cake. <laughs> Fine. Like a normal like child. Like a normal child. <laughs> so I we got Katie Bell small cake as well. But I still said, I'm going to give the kids the choice of the icing. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're too—so, I, I I stay up, like, all night. they like, shoving the, like—I mean, I just went and got that can of icing, shoved mm-hmm. it, like, you know, in the little icing tube thing, squirted it in mini cupcake things, mm-hmm. sprinkled it with sprinkles. There are pictures of this on Facebook. Put it on a beautiful tray, set it out in front of them, and like the kids, the kids were just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> the parents all thought it was genius. All yeah. the parents were like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Yeah, and I did feel like a total rock star. Except like the kids again were like, "There's cake, but there's icing."
1: Did they have to pick one, or could they? Have they could both?
0: do both, but, but like, both. But no yeah. one knew what to no do. Like everybody was just like you're just going to give me icing? Yeah. Like, you know, like, your whole life you've been told, like, yeah. cake is this thing. Yeah. So, like, there was... <laughs> kids were just sort of frozen. And I think if there had been no cake, it would have made perfect sense. Right. My genius is I committed to my idea yeah. and I do think it worked. That's, That's my awesome. genius. I'm really glad you I did it. Really and just as a side genius note, Stefan was gone like late that night, so I was doing mm-hmm. the icing and I just pregnant. My oh, pregnant I just God. picked that tube up. The pregnant. Lady and I just squirted that icing right oh, in yeah. my mouth.
1: So <laughs> great. <laughs> it was so fucking good. Congratulations. Thank you. That's the real genius. It really it really was. <laughs>
2: it was. A genius moment to share. Um, so today is 4th of July and there are all sorts of things and crashes going on outside all day long. And all day long, my kids and I have been cheering every time there's a bang or a crash outside. So by the end of the day, they knew the drill. As soon as you hear a loud noise, bang, crash, and everyone in the house is cheering. And so... Now that it is bedtime and they are in bed, my Facebook feed is completely flooded with moms and dads complaining about their kids waking up and being scared. Meanwhile, I hear mine cheering up in their rooms every time there's a loud noise. Hooray! Thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you know what? That's, that's a really appropriate yeah. for our show today, too, because that's a nice mix of I'm a genius. Yeah. And all, and the, all the rest are... <laughs> of the
1: parents are failures. <laughs> failures. Yeah.
0: That nice actually shit. is good. Yeah. It's, I, I do always like a, a genius moment that involves prepping your kid. Good job, Mom. That yeah. was excellent. Good job. All right. Let's feel bad.
2: Fail. 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 Fail.
1: You suck. Okay. Do it. Mine's kind of sad. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, the the, <laughs> the good thing is, Desi and I have been happily married for five years. <laughs> we both love each other very yes. much. That always starts. That's always a good setup. The good news is we're still together. Yeah. We really love each other. Over the weekend, we celebrated our fifth wedding anniversary. Um we had <laughs> we had a date night that had been like planned for a little for a little while. Um babysitter coming over for like a whole night. Like she came yeah. over at like five and was gonna be there till like eleven or whatever. Right. Um and we went to a concert. Um, right. and it <laughs> was <laughs> It was just it was just one of those things like we you know we went to dinner the The restaurant that he picked was he thought he picked a restaurant that was really close to the venue but it wasn't ah. um, so we were in traffic and we were late and everything got later and later and later right. and the food like it was a perfectly nice restaurant like we had, I mean it wasn't. Horrible but I'm just having weird pregnancy tastes and right. so like nothing on the menu for some reason was like appealing and we <laughs> kind of ordered all these small plates and kind of like every single one was just wrong for Aww. me for some reason and I I still like ate it and we like you better like we weren't like we weren't like at each other's throats or anything like we were like we were enjoying each other's company but like the food just eh, and we right. spent money on it and then you know the babysitter and then we go to the t- concert and we actually had comped tickets to the concert oh. so they were really really good seats yeah. which you would think would be like Great. <laughs> awesome but I don't know if it's the pregnancy, but ah, I'm so, you're so sensitive. Like, oh, to sound And we were and sh- so close <sighs> to the stage and everybody was standing the whole time because we had seats. And I'm like, phew, as long as we have seats, I'll be fine because I can sit whenever I need to. But at, we were so close that even the people with seats were all standing Aww. for the concert. And so if you wanted to not be a complete idiot, you had to stand <laughs> so you could like see the show And the the noise was so loud for me that I couldn't even really hear the music because it was just so loud. Loud. It was just so it was just so explosive in my ears. And finally, I just sat down and I was like, I was like this sad pregnant woman at this concert. And then and then I like we had to go yeah because I was like I can't do. We were in there for probably. An hour and 15 minutes, hour and 20 minutes. We had to go. I'm like, we just need to go. Well, our car was in a sea of cars that was totally blocked in until the show was going to be over. So we spent the last, like, hour and a half sitting in our car waiting for the concert to end so that people would come back to their cars (laughs) so that we could get out of this, like, ad hoc parking lot. Oh, man. And, um... Happy. It was horrible, and I was so, I felt so trapped, like, because yeah. I didn't know how long it was going to take, and, like, I just wanted to be home with my baby, you know right. what I mean? Right, and like, just be home. And just Period. be home, and um, so that was it, and then we went home, and then, uh, of course, Jesse had a headache, so I drove the babysitter home, um, and I just... It, the worst part of this is like after it was over, like I just felt relief yeah. that it was over. Yeah, and then that was what was so sad about it because I was like, "This was <laughs> this was our anniversary. anniversary date night that was like you know, and the, and like oh, the best the, the best thing about it to me was getting out. If I'm honest, was that it was over. Oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah, thanks. that's that sucks. Yeah, sorry. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um.
0: At the party, I ate a shit ton of icing. <laughs> I did. Wait, this is the morning after you ate a shit ton of yeah. icing when you were pregnant. and uh, donut holes, because we gave those to kids. Mm-hmm. And I just sugared up, and Great. so by the time uh, it was time to leave... You had contracted gestational diabetes. I had such a <laughs> headache. My head was just, like, raging, and, like, also the four-year-old's oh. ah, screaming yeah. all and. It was, I, I made myself <laughs> totally fucking sick. Oh, so that is my icing fail. Okay. So anybody who does the icing thing, control yourself. Mm-hmm. Just control yourself. Um, I was taking
3: my eight-month-old daughter for a car ride today. And when I got in the car, I found a present we had gotten that we hadn't opened before. And when I opened it up, it was a pair of sparkly pink sandals. And so she is only eight months old. She doesn't really wear shoes, but I figured what the hell we'll put them on her cause they mm-hmm. match her outfit. So I gave her one of the shoes to play with cause that's what she wanted to do. And I put the other one on her foot and got in the car and started driving. So we start driving, and I'm looking in the mirror we have set up so I can see her, and she's playing with one of the shoes, and she looks really cute. And I look back a few minutes later, and she's playing with the shoe that's actually on her foot, and she looks even cuter. And I look back <laughs> a few minutes after that, and now she has something silver, and I have no idea what it was. And I was kind of concerned because there's nothing silver I can think of that's a baby-approved toy. So I keep looking back and forth from the road to the mirror to the road to the mirror, and I finally realize that the silver thing is the strap for her car seat because I was so involved with putting the freaking shoes on her feet that I didn't strap her in. So I had to pull over right away and strap her in and felt like an epic failure. But I have to say, I've heard so many of your fails that I did feel a little bit better. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Bye.
0: I swear one day we could just have a show on, like, people not buckling their kids in cars, a whole thing, Mm -hmm. of fails. But you know what's going to make us feel better right now? Calling a mom.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's call him mom. Oh, yeah. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. I
0: love you. Today, we are going to be calling... Teresa Edmonds, a.k.a. Reese Dixon, of the blog ReeseDixon.com, uh, with the wonderful tagline of motherhood and other creative endeavors. She is a writer, crafter, and activist, and we are super excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Teresa. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> um, and uh, let's, let's, let's just first get the question out of the way that we ask all our guests. Real quick, uh, so that our audience can kind of get a quick get-to-know-you. Who lives in your house?
3: Um, Currently, it is my husband, Jared, who I call on the blog Bear. Mm -hmm. And um, both because he's a sweetheart and because he fits that uh, descriptor. He's a big, hairy man. Um, (laughs) And my son, Atticus, who's five years old and has cerebral palsy, but he is kicking its ass. (laughs) and uh, two obnoxious cats and one giant monster dog.
1: That sounds relaxing. (laughs) (laughs)
3: So
1: you just pretty much chill out all the time then?
3: I just kick back. I'm just sitting on my yard swing as I go. (laughs) Your your house is
0: clean, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> Constantly, <laughs> there's no hair issue in your house, right? No, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, my bathrooms are just a constant <laughs> source of trauma.
3: <laughs>
0: well, let's get all right. Let's let's talk about. I, I want to preface the show to our listeners that one of the wonderful things about Teresa is we're going to get three shows out of her. <laughs> Minimum, minimum. All right, minimum. But uh, I-, I, I want us today to just kind of start to get to know her some. Let's let's get started with what led you to blogging back in two thousand four. You started blogging as a way mm-hmm. to help you deal with a few things. I am yeah. not even gonna touch pretending like i can say what you've been going through so why don't you bring it bring on uh, bring it on for our listeners please okay gosh okay let me give you the briefest
3: make, nutshell possible give it, make, keep it brief. <laughs> okay um abusive childhood left home at 16 put myself through college including living in my car for a while um got married at 20 um started trying to have children, like at 21, you know, because I'm Mormon, we do that thing early, (laughs) um, couldn't, and uh, discovered that I had endometriosis, and I have a very aggressive and symptomatic case, and so for the next eight years, dealt with chronic illness and infertility as a result of this chronic illness trying to get pregnant, moving all around the country, knowing nobody everywhere we went, just feeling completely isolated and alone, and not having a real career because of the chronic illness and constant moving, and and not having a family because of the abusive childhood. So I basically started the blog um, to try to connect with another human soul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And have managed to maintain at least a good laugh that either means you have a great sense of humor or really need to get back into therapy at some point in huh, time because you're just rep- Probably repressing. somewhere in the middle. <laughs> somewhere in the middle. <laughs> somewhere in the middle. <laughs> uh, and then you were able to you guys did finally conceive. Yep. Eight years of infertility
3: treatment. And oh, yeah, we yeah. conceived my little atticus and we made it to twenty eight weeks of my pregnancy. And before I nearly died from the same thing that um, if you watch Downton Abbey, what that sister died of? That's that was me. Uh, preeclampsia. What's, what's that? Preeclampsia. Yeah. Well, mine was called it was HELP syndrome, which is like preeclampsia,
0: um, like times death. And okay. so this is basically because <laughs> you clearly um, don't do anything, just no, like a half like a half ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no.
3: No. I am all in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it's like my
3: liver was failing, my red blood cells were disintegrating, so my body's not getting oxygen, and I have no platelet flesh. It's all part of this weird syndrome, unless I terrify any of your pregnant listeners. It is so mind-bogglingly rare. It, like, never, (laughs) ever happens. Was it related to to the
1: endometriosis, or was it something totally different? It's something totally different. I just have that you're great luck. You're just lot. lucky. You're just lucky. <laughs> okay. I am just if if the
0: lottery was like negative money, I would be winning it every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you so ha 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 you're almost dying at 28 I, weeks and dead. <laughs> Yeah, they uh they uh, so emergency
3: C-section and because of how rapidly I was declining he didn't have any time with all of these wonders of modern medicine that they can give to premature babies in the womb, um, like all these steroids and things. So he was born without any functioning lungs whatsoever. And um, so three months in the NICU on the ventilators and the whole nine yards and he survived. He's a total miracle. I survived. It's a miracle. But because he was so premature, his body just could not get the oxygen to his brain. That It was just too underdeveloped. And so, as a result, he has cerebral palsy. He's completely intact mentally. He's not intellectually disabled, um, which is a really common mistake. People see a wheelchair and they automatically start talking and they're kind and special voice you know but he's <laughs> completely mentally intact but his body doesn't quite work it's the motor region of the brain that was affected so we do a lot a lot a lot of therapy and he uses a wheelchair which is actually incredibly adorable on a five-year-old yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. it really is yeah, i've the pictures on the blog it's really yeah
1: Yeah, so twenty-eight weeks is like sort of. Isn't that just sort of like the cusp of basically? Like, I mean, he's he. It's he is a miracle baby that he that he made it through. Yeah, like
3: twenty-five from what I hear is like the the viability line. Twenty-five and under, they like say, "I'm sorry, they don't even try." Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, but and it, it depends on like the healthcare and specialists and blah blah blah. But yeah, it was right, right there, right there.
0: I can totally relate. This morning, my pregnancy shorts, my maternity shorts felt really tight and it upset me. Oh, and you were so uncomfortable. I was really upset and I I felt really sad about that. And it ruined my day. Oh, Um, gosh. I think it ruined mine just hearing about it. I think about it. Well, all right. So, so, so my first question is what are you doing that makes you stay so fucking positive? Jeez, you sound healthy. <laughs> you sound really healthy. And, like, you know, I, I do actually very much relate to just humor as, like, a way to deal with, like, you know, uh, yeah, difficulties right? and things like that. But, like, what? What do you, what do you got? What do you got going on? I mean— no,
3: I know. Oh, and I don't think even in that nutshell description, I even mentioned my own mental illness. So there's all there's that on top of it. I have bipolar two disorder. Oh, so, maybe that's it. Yeah. That. That's <laughs> it then. <laughs> Can't forget that one. Right. Um, but actually, that that point, I thought of it is because that's part of it. Like I work therapy like a fucking yeah. camp. Good. Like I take it so seriously. I take self care. So seriously, like as I'm talking to you, I'm actually standing in my pajamas, braless, in my backyard, <laughs> taking in some sunshine because that's what I needed today. Damn it! Yeah. And so yeah. I'm gonna take it. And uh, yeah, so I'm completely unapologetic about that. I mean, yeah, completely unapologetic. I take what I need because I have seen the consequences close <laughs> and right. personal. I do rely on humor. I mean, I've been a Max Funster since the college years because. <laughs> I rely on podcasts. I rely on Comedy Central and stand-up shows to just, like, get me out of the dark places. Um, That's a huge thing. I am a person of faith, but I'm a person of a pretty unconventional faith if I'm, you know, this Mormon feminist gay rights activist.
0: (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. Let every listener's mind just get blown for a second. (laughs) Let everybody process. Sort of like the exorcist where she spider walks down the back of the stairs and they black the screen out for like a second just to let your head adjust. All right, so continue. Right, There's, I said all those things and they're all true. Right. Um, and
3: so, yeah, I do have a deep faith that, a very individual faith, obviously, uh, if I'm making all that work for me. Um, so that makes a big difference. And. Um, but yeah, I think it all goes back to therapy and tools. Like, I'm always preaching about it. I think the world needs therapy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I fully support therapy. the therapy yeah. thing.
0: The tools that you can get from something like that really are healthy and helpful and can help you, like, prepare when you see things coming down the pike and, you know, really yeah. prepare yourself. And I, I agree. I think that that's a really good good tool and you know you mentioned taking care of yourself on your blog you do find great joy in crafting and you find mm-hmm. great joy in this this year you started a thing called the year of pleasures
3: mm-hmm. yeah i want yeah, to hear about that i want to hear about that
0: i've actually been doing it gosh i
3: can't even remember how many years a yeah. long time now because i read this book called a year of pleasures by elizabeth berg and it's a book about a woman who loses her husband and how she goes through that grieving process. And someone suggests to her that instead of taking a year of grief, she should try to make it a year of pleasures. And that was really like such a paradigm shifting concept for me mm-hmm. that um so it's not necessarily like a gratitude series, although sometimes it is, but it's mostly like um just giving myself something I like. You know, taking right. a day to do a puzzle or eat my favorite cookie or just fill my life with, you know, hot chocolate and comfy socks and you know, television I like, just fill my life with all of the things that bring me pleasure. And that really is such a great coping thing. You know, it's so easy to just get like, all oh, why me? And life is so hard. and it's, And I kind of feel like having been through everything I've been through, like, Why not you? Like, what's so special about you that all the tragedy in the world should go to Africa and not to you? Like That's -hmm. that's how life works. So, you know,
0: suck it up and make the best out of what you've got. Oh, God, I'm falling madly in love with you right now. (laughs) 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 Like, like, oh, my God, I love this woman so much. (laughs) Um, Well, today's show was on guilt. And I think listening to you talk about the let's just take the year of pleasures, for example. Yeah. How do you, like, how have you learned, and I'm sure part of the answer is therapy and, you know, good drugs and medication, but, like, how do you deal (laughs) with the guilt? I mean, like, even as, you know, I don't think it... It matters to what degree you are as a mom in terms of like what else is happening in your life. I mean, you know, from both extremes to eh, life ain't bad too. oh my God, yeah. I got to, it's still, you still feel like guilty for even, yeah. I hear you say puzzles and I love puzzles and like to sit down yeah. and have a day and just work a jigsaw puzzle with like coffee and like then like a nice lunch and then wine at the end of the day just would be like the nicest thing. Right, I know, yeah. I love it. Why? Yeah, why, why how do I stop from feeling like a total asshole for wanting that or for doing I mean, it? Or for if do you it, were to do it, how could it? you do it and I mean, not ruin it by just feeling, feeling guilty. guilty? I mean, did you? Was it just overnight? Tell us, fix no. us. Yes, tell us. Um, it took years and years worth oh.
3: of depression and manic episodes. That's, <laughs> so that's not realized. the answer I want. I know. That's not but, simple. Hey, maybe, you, maybe you're maybe you one of those people that can actually learn ig- not the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, that's up for the This is something like okay, because I'm an activist, I talk about privilege all the time. And so this is one area where there's actually kind of like hard luck privilege yeah. because I know firsthand what is waiting for me if I don't. Give myself a day of puzzles, and right. it's craziness, and it is like bad mothering. Not in the oh, it's so cute, you know. Nobody's there's really no bad stakes. It's like <laughs> bad mother. <laughs> right, me. <laughs> I don't take it seriously, and so and, and because of that, like I get a lot of support from my spouse because he goes, I us if I don't take that day of puzzles." But so my case might be more extreme, but. I mean, I think that every mom knows that feeling of burnout Mm -hmm. and just knows that feeling of resentment and how you interact with your children and your partner when you're not getting the support that you need, when you're not taking the time for yourself. And so maybe what awaits you isn't like the cops coming to your house, (laughs) but it's it's certainly um, not as good as it could be. And so, you know, I talk to women all the time who have such trouble, like, meeting their own needs or yeah. speaking up for their own needs. I mean, as a feminist, like, that's what I'm constantly trying to empower women to do. And so within motherhood, we have this false notion that giving all of yourself is what makes you a good mom. And that's not true at all. It's <laughs> being a good mom is about resource management. And mm. so that means that on some days you can be the mom who throws the ridiculous Pinterest worthy birthday party, and other <laughs> days... You need to be the mom who stays in bed. And that is just resource management. Yeah, you have to You have to take the puzzle days. You have to drink the, you know, whatever you don't want to, whatever you're denying yourself, sometimes you have to do that. If for no other reason than think about the children that you're raising. Like, you don't want to raise selfish assholes who don't know how to meet their partner's needs.
0: Right. And they need to have
3: that modeled for them by watching their parents advocate for themselves and meet their partner's needs and learning that that's a reality of good
1: partnership.
0: Man, that's that's some good stuff. <laughs> that's it's
1: really good. That's really good. It also like it also kind of reminds me like that You know, we can also we can also like break the cycle in some ways. Like I know looking at my parents, they never stop and they're always doing things for other people. And like I want my kids to see that I can sit down and read a book and like that's okay. And it's and like that it's and like I want a model for my kids that I can take breaks and I can do stuff that's just for myself. Absolutely. That's, That's amazing. So all right,
0: well what is there what makes you feel guilty? What what guilt do you wrestle with?
3: Well, all the same guilt as everybody else. I mean, currently, my laundry situation is out of control. That's why I'm standing in the backyard, braless. Braless, I don't in your have a clean bra. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not just that it's comfortable. Yeah,
0: and that there's sunshine
3: and that right. <laughs> Yeah, the, well, I mean, hi. I'm a lifestyle blogger. Like any time my house is out of control, I immediately think, "Oh, if people could see this, i <laughs> would never believe a word I had to say about anything." <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I get to just say, "Oh, but you know, I'm crazy," and I tell them all about it. So this is a crazy day. That's just fine. But <laughs> well, do you- but I do I do have a lot of guilt about. Um, You know, I have a lot of guilt about, okay, I'm going to get real, real with you for a second. Because you've been a total, (laughs) totally false with us the last 15 minutes. Good. Um, Because my child has a disability, I naturally grieve the things that he can't do, and I feel guilt about that grief. And I, I, like, intellectually, because I'm working the tools of therapy, can rationalize, you know, pull out that cognitive behavioral therapy and rationalize my way through it and recognize that that's... That's a normal response, and that's completely legitimate. And the point is just to experience that grief and move on to appreciate what he is. But you still, I mean, it's just when you love your child, you just can't help but feel like, oh, but I suck because I still want something different. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, that hurts. (laughs) It's like deep guilt. But it is totally rational. I mean, whatever your child skills or lack of or whatever. Everybody's like, I wish I had a boy. I wish I had a girl. I wish they were athletic. I wish they were smart. Whatever. Right. Everybody's got it, but, oh, yeah, it, that's, that's guilt to work through. God, a Diane. Yeah.
0: All right, well, let's wrap on one, uh, up on one last guilt question, and that is, <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of a two-part guilt question. Are there things that people, like, say to you that make you feel guilty, and do you secretly have, the, like, the master cards of making everybody else feel really guilty? Like, I mean, do you ever take, like, any, like, mm-hmm. are you ever, like, oh, yeah, that is that is hard. But <laughs> um, There
3: really isn't a lot that other people say to me to make me feel guilty. There's a lot I say to myself, you know, right. but there's really not much people say to me because I totally do have all the cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I am shameless about it, you know. <laughs> well, often, like, amongst ourselves. About, amongst my family, we'll talk about playing the cripple card. I'm making air quotes here, so you know I'm not using that word. Throughout yes. the world. But, yeah, um, yeah I, we'll play the cripple card when some, when we need to get out of something or when, you know, somebody's being an asshole and we need to make them feel guilty. And between having a disabled child and being in... Because now I'm on secondary infertility. We've been hoping for number two, and it's been almost six years and counting um so yeah anytime I mean a pregnant woman does not want to be around me complaining <laughs> about her pregnancy I don't be women complaining about like um their periods or gosh maybe I should go and do a tubal like ligation and I can just I mean of course I'm not normally an asshole. So they have to have done something to earn this. But <laughs> if they have, like, I can I can just, like, ground them right into the dirt.
0: <laughs>
1: so this is just another way that mom guilt can actually be a positive thing. It can thing. be a positive <laughs> thing. We <laughs> were
0: trying to come up with some additional ways for that to happen. Um, that's right. It helps put people in their place sometimes, yeah. the, uh, those assholes that we all know exist out there. Um,
1: or just fucking get out of your weird little,
0: like— bubble that you're living in Yeah. just like, you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. What what weird bubble are you guys talking about? Why are you guys looking at me? Uh, uh, Bubble, safe bubble. I love you, bubble. Um, Well, this has proven to be exactly what I thought it was going to be. Awesome. Um, And we're going to want to have you back uh, to talk probably definitely more about about being a mom with a disabled child. Um, You know, I mean, I think that alone without your own personal history is something that, like, I just think people would like to talk more about and relate to. We certainly, you're certainly not the only person. Sorry, bubble.
1: Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I know you
0: got all the cards, but I'm sure. What? Let's try Since and out Trump all you. It's about me. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> and I think also, Mormon feminist mom activist, uh, j- gay rights support, man, that just. <laughs> just, we're going to have to bring in wine for that conversation. <laughs> um, but we really want to encourage people to go check out com to learn more about uh, Reese's life. And, and I uh, have a YouTube
3: channel. Yeah. Okay, get a plug. Oh, plug it. YouTube slash reesedixon.
0: That's Great. easy. Awesome. We'll, we'll plug that. We'll put that out there as well. And uh, this has just been an
1: absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank oh, you thank so much you. for coming on the show, Teresa.
0: Thank you for having me. I love it. Continue to have a nice day, and I hope you continue to do something self indulgent for yourself.
3: <laughs> Why, thank you. I think I will. I might
0: not put a bra on all day. Fuck yeah. Woo! <laughs> 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 all right, we will talk to you later. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. Thank Bye, Teresa. Bye. the yes. A plus. She was
1: like dropping knowledge bombs.
0: She was. <laughs> she was. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah.
1: Well, let's let's quickly just
0: bring ourselves down from how amazing we feel, real quick, and have a mom rant. And uh, yeah, that was amazing. Great. Hi,
2: I'd like to leave a rant of sarcastic gratitude to all of the <laughs> folks out there who are in charge of deciding where to put diaper-changing tables in public restrooms and airports and restaurants and gas stations across um, the country. I'm really so appreciative to those of you who've decided that (laughs) it's fine to put your only changing table inside of your (laughs) wheelchair-accessible bathroom stall so that when I go in there with my toddler daughter to wipe poop off of her butt... I also have to make a decision that, yeah, I'm going to go take out the wheelchair accessible bathroom (laughs) stall so I can do this and hope the whole time that nobody who needs this (laughs) stall is going to come into the restroom. I also want to um, show my appreciation to those of you who decided that it's probably a good idea to put your changing table directly outside of the bathroom stall (laughs) so that when a poor soul inside that bathroom stall opens the door. She smacks me in the back while I wipe poop off of my <laughs> toddler daughter's butt. It's a really delightful exchange for the both of us. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you most of all to those of you who've decided that it is sufficient. It's sufficient. It's Mind to put your only diaper changing table up in the women's room of your establishment <laughs> and not the men's room so that I have to be the one to lift my toddler daughter up onto your changing table because I don't mind even though I'm pregnant with posterior pelvic pain which is the <laughs> nicest thing at pain that flares up every time I bend over to pick up my toddler daughter I don't mind I don't mind that you don't have a changing table in the men's room and that when I travel with my husband he can't change her freaking diaper and I have to be the one to do it. I know that all of us pregnant ladies and all of us ladies with partners who care about marital equality and poop wiping, we're all so appreciative of that. And I know that the single dads out there who travel with their toddlers and diapers are really appreciative that when they walk into the men's room, there's nowhere for them to change their their toddler's diapers. And they have to do it on the floor of your fucking men's room. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aspipe.
1: Have a great day. Oh my god! Uh, this may be my this favorite show is ever. The best, yeah. I, I, that has needed saying for so long. Ugh. Plus, she doesn't even get into the fact of, of places that just don't, don't have, have changing them, tables. Yeah, yeah. But every single one of these issues has yeah. come up in my life. Yeah, every single one of them. Absolutely, and it's horrible. Yeah, I like it. Is the worst. Good for you, Thank mom. You for we calling. appreciate we that really, rant. Really appreciate
0: um, that. Um, and I just feel like. What a great show! I just enjoy. I feel so much less guilty. Good. Uh, I mean, until I go home and listen to the show to edit it and then feel like shit yeah. for all the stuff that I'm messing up. Yeah. What a great guest! I love Teresa. I just thought she was awesome. Yeah, she's
1: really cool. Uh,
0: I think she just serves as a good reminder that, I mean, clearly she is on an extreme level of the parenting, you know, end of the spectrum of just oh my god, a lot of stuff. That a lot of stuff you've got to yeah. deal with. That is yeah. a lot, but. It doesn't, you know, for as much as we joke and she joke, it doesn't belittle what any mom on any level of this mom spectrum or parent yeah. is going through when it comes to feeling guilty. Right. Feeling guilty, not only is it a natural thing, it's also a thing I think we may be putting upon ourselves that we need to try and work really hard to stop mm-hmm. uh, so that we can find some enjoyment in raising our kids and in finding time for ourselves. And so I, you know, we hereby officially order you to try your hardest
1: to stop (laughs) feeling guilty. Um, And Like when you do something that you enjoy to know that it's like serving you and serving your family, because when you do things that you enjoy, you're a better person and everybody benefits from that. That's
0: right. And you know what? We all yell at our kids. We all let them watch too much television. We all have a week of only hot dogs. We all like have these things. These things are okay. Mm -hmm. If you need a reminder, listen to the show. (laughs) Um, And uh, you are really doing a great job. Yes. You deserve to not feel guilty. Teresa, you are doing a good job. Thank you. So are you. Thank you. And uh, everybody out there, have a really great week. Yeah. Try, Try to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsey pavlos our engineer, our husbands Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org.
1: One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate.
0: Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show, then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome.